Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Books and Batches. Not to be confused with Books and Bitches! <laughs> She's here. That was, that was a good one. Nice. I actually I like that one enjoyed a lot. that. I'm Kristen, and with me I have... Erica! <laughs> and Maria. I sound like a Powerpuff girl. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a cheerleader. You are a Powerpuff girl. Um, Which one? Well, you have green hair and you're blue buttercup. hair. Oh, she Maria's buttercup. puppy is here. Zena agrees that you're buttercup. And you're going to hear her making her little noises. She you... was sleeping until Erica Jones. She's like, what's going on up there? What's the green? I'm Buttercup. Like Power Ranger. Oh, like is teal. there a blue one? The bubbles. bubbles. So you're bo- uh, You're more bubbles, I think. I'm bubbles. Like, like really I annoying. I see her as bubbles. Oh. I see her no. as Buttercup. Buttercup is like the badass one that's always saying her like, what she's thinking. The bubbles the green is one? like annoying. Yes, yeah, a green one. You're Buttercup. Both, Buttercup. Yeah. I guess you're both of them combined. She has what a bit of blossom one? in her. I just called you blossom. annoying three times. And <laughs> didn't even care. She has a little bit of blossom in her too. You ha- you're a mix of all three. How about that? Thank you so much. <sighs> this is a books podcast. We talk about books. <laughs> uh, we spoil <laughs> and we swear and we talk about sex. So if you don't like any of those things, sign out. Or um, stay and learn something new. Your podcast app and never <laughs> return. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Um, Maria, you're doing this. You're doing this week's book. So what? What are we? What are we diving into? We are talking about the one by John Mars. Okay, I've heard a lot about this book, Which and I really want to read it. It's being heard a lot. So adapted. Fuck me. I, I know. It's being adapted into a TV series by Netflix. Oh, when? Soon. No shit. Cool. I don't know when. Really. Extra spoiled. I love it. The one. Yeah, you're gonna be spoiled. Remember how we did Ninth House, and you were like, "I want to read now. Let's not spoil Wait, it." Wait, was it by John Mars? M A R R S. And then we didn't spoil it, and right. it was fucking awesome. Do you not you want me still to? Spo- haven't I haven't even if read you, it. If you won't, if you don't want us me to spoil it, I won't. I'll keep it. I'll keep <sighs> the biggest twists to myself. How about that? Are you able to? I can. Will that fuck this all up? I don't know if our Am listeners care about for that. A loop? But if we did it for Ninth House, I can do it for this. Yeah? Yeah. I can just, okay. I can give you a couple. Maybe just not. It won't be like a full length episode. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. We're going to get into it. And we're like, well, what happened next? You're going to want to know. So fuck it. Spoil it. I'm calling. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm laying the gavel down. All right. Spoil it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, this book, the one, uh, I saw it on, I saw it on booktube mostly books and lala is that where you got it from yeah i get everything from books and lala i think we both talked about this because we both started you you told me about books and lala and i started watching her on mm-hmm. booktube i love her stuff i think she has a great youtube channel can we cut this off and send it to her and be like please be our friends i can we can is tag that, her is that fucking we can tag her. is that desperate great. she is so like i feel like she's one of the nicest yeah. people and i i see she's constantly trying to like amplify different voices within mm-hmm. booktube as well like she doesn't she doesn't hog the limelight you know yeah yeah i don't know Maybe although i'm just a fangirl she's here she's canadian canadians are nice so mm, canadians are a little canadian if you know what, what i does mean that mean <laughs> sounds very american of you yeah, <laughs> i had to say you've been to canada i genuinely think we'd be friends with her in real life i think so too IRL. which is so fun so uh if you're listening IRL. to this somehow hate you if somehow <laughs> you're listening to these next batch of podcasts are very are gonna be a bunch of you just hating erica yeah it's very hostile i don't know what happened you came in today and you looked punchable there Is was it something the joker hair there was something about you that made me want to just rag on you today erica yeah i feel you yeah she's like i can tell but the reason that i do is because you can take it yeah I don't. she also does it back like she so. doesn't give a fuck look at her she's, she's Erica, literally not she, a single fuck she looked me in the eye as i said that and then like turned away and was as like as if you're I don't irrelevant have the time. yeah yeah <laughs> that's erica 
Look how she's it. licking her. I Ew. love Erica. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just don't give a fuck. Sorry, we it's were talking. It's a great mindset, actually. Not to like go too far into my own like psychology, but <laughs> I go. have like really bad anxiety, so I had to go to a doctor to get like some medication for that. And yeah. I like being really open and honest about that because I think that people kind of like demonize mental health. So like, mm-hmm. I like being open. I totally with that, agree. Um, when it's like applicable. But basically, <laughs> the doctor was basically like, yeah, you like have suppressed your emotions for so long that you just don't give a shit about anything. I was I like, that sounds yeah. kind of like psychotic, but thank you. <laughs> I genuinely think the same for myself. But he was like, you probably lead a lot happier life because you don't allow like extraneous like emotions yeah. to rule you. Yeah. And I'm you, not there yet. Um, I'm not there yet either, but I've definitely suppressed everything in my life and have a lot well, of specific, Specifically, I only suppress emotions that aren't rooted with logic huh so he was like That's he was like your anxiety is a lot different than a lot of other people's because people a lot of anxiety is like rooted in like kind of like emotions that aren't really mm-hmm. always super logical so he's like your anxiety is rooted in like logical emotions so it's oh. a lot different to deal with interesting but basically the point of that was that like i don't give a fuck yeah. The roundabout's way to say, like, I, I truly, honestly, deep down inside of me, don't give a fuck. Well, that's good, because I'm going to keep yeah. fucking with you. But can, that's can like you the... pet her real quick? Yeah, yeah Maria's, Maria's dog, here, if I didn't say that already, Maria's that dog is here. Wants. I think she wants oh, you to hold her. <laughs> Every time okay. somebody holds her, she licks okay. the microphone. All right, Maria, tell us about the one before we go into the 60 second. I need to know the genre. I need to okay. know It's the a basics. psychological thriller. Oh, that's some good shit right Which there. Which we haven't covered one yet. No, we haven't. Well, we covered the Institute. But that's, right? but that's a thriller. That's just, yeah, that's more. This is like, I don't, well, Eric, I needed you with the definitions, but. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, we haven't I'm, had a working desk. I'm on dog duty right Psychological now. Psychological thriller. If you haven't listened to our other podcast, if somehow this is your first one, Erica usually hits us with a working definition. A working definition of psychological thriller. <laughs> <laughs> but right now she's got a puppy. Yeah, she's, she's. I got a puppy in my hand. Zena's really infatuated with Erica today. So a psychological yes. thriller is a genre combining thriller and psychological fiction genres. It is commonly used to describe movies and books that deal with psychological narratives in a thriller or thrilling setting. Okay. I feel like that's just said the same thing over and over again. But do you feel like that's what this book actually? It is? was thrilling as all get out. Yeah, yeah. And so this is my first thriller ever since like picking books back up. Wow. Right. So like I used to like I mentioned before I was reading like Hannibal when I was in middle school and that those are thrillers in a way. I was gonna say I feel like you pin me as the the type to mostly to read go thrillers. for a thrill. I'm not anymore though. Weird. As a middle schooler, I feel like I I was backwards. Maybe. Maybe it's not backwards at all. But as a youngster, I didn't care anything about romance or any kind of like yeah. other basic fun things that kids care about. You know, like magic <laughs> and stuff. Like, no, one, I didn't care. Yeah. Right. I cared more about like the, the scary stuff, the thriller stuff, like Hannibal Lecter. Like, I think that's kids, though. Like, I, I think, think it's just teenagers are. Pro- into, yeah. So, but me, like, it was horror. middle school. Yeah. So I started a little earlier. And okay, cool. so it's since since middle school, I haven't really picked up a thriller again. Which is weird for somebody who's so fascinated with serial killers and stuff. I watch thriller TV. That's what it is. I think you're more like, and I'm into more into crime docs. Yeah, but books in general, I'm not. Mm. I feel Sons of Cain, but that was a more like analytical book. So, so do you so, feel like picking this up brought that back a little bit? Like, are you gonna read more? I want to. Yeah, I mean, I read Grown, and that was more of a thriller as well as young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, it has thrilling aspects, but I I feel like now I do want that kind of romance in the books again like i kind of 
Yeah, maybe I, I not like full on. Just I don't think dive I just want it. full on. See, just... I really like um, my favorite genre is really suspense romance, which I want you to give me some recommendations because I kind of really like, enjoy it. It's yeah. like life and death, so you're still kind of getting that like thrill. excitement and mm-hmm. thrill. But then there's like there's still like sex and there's still like well, like, I don't the, think guy I the sex like, part of it. But I just need something well, no, else besides like, just murder. There's still like a romance aspect and like the guy, or, you know, maybe sometimes the girl too can be like a little bit more like. It, the height it's like heightened from the suspense yeah. yeah like the romance aspect of it yeah so after we, I, we watched books and lala i was like oh let me pick it up it sounds good i got it as, as an ebook and i did not expect to get into this as i did really yeah so I wanna read let it. me let me give you <laughs> the 60 will. seconds yeah all right, so what's about to happen right now is uh, Maria's going to give us the entire plot of The One in Well, since you don't want to get spoiled, seconds. I will do it without spoilers. No, do it. Just fucking spoil Are it. you sure? Yeah, because I'm going to want to know. I, I, there's no way that I'm going to sit here and be like, okay. We, we were able to do it for Ninth House. I'm we not do that. going to ask you how it ends. <laughs> okay. Just All right. fucking go for Who's it. Who's got the clock? Oh, shit. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Right, I got it. I got it. All right. All right. <laughs> three. Oh, three, two, one. We're in a world where you can be matched to your soulmate by your DNA. Ooh. So think of Match.com, but you send your DNA swab in and you're matched and that's it. So we are going to follow five different characters and how their matches like, basically uproots their life. We have Mandy, Christopher, Jade, Nick, Ellie. Damn. Ellie is the creator of the whole thing. She's like the she's the ones that made the whole system. Nick is just a guy that has a fiance, but he and his fiance try to text each other out and be like, "Oh, let's see if we're actually soulmates." But they're not. He gets matched with a man. He's not even gay. Jade, fashion, she though. she has a match in Australia. She's never met him, but she goes finds out he's like chronically ill. And he's dying. Uh, Christopher, You're forty seconds. Christopher, uh, I want him to do him last. Mandy is has been alone for a long time. She just wants to have like a life and and love. She wants to finally find love. And she gets her match, but her match happens to be dead. And Whoa. then Christopher, my favorite guy, he's a serial killer, and he gets matched with the, with a cop. <gasps> oh my god! Time, time. I'm fucking so into this. Okay, do you know right? Were those all spoils? Like what, who they get matched with? Do you know right away? You find out when they get matched. Oh, but there is a spoiler there. Like man, well, no, it's okay. No, I, it's not spoil. It. It's not. I didn't give spoilers for Ellie. I didn't give spoilers for Nick. Besides the fact that he got matched matched with a guy. But that like, is so fucking cool. Every every character in this has their own plot twist within their story. Okay. And so at first, I was a little confused because it's five characters. And you go through all their perspectives? All their perspectives. Do they but it's not link first person. Together? It's third person. Oh. They do not link. Okay, cool. So like they are that. all separate. They have their own timeline. Yes, Zena, I know. <laughs> they have their own timeline. And every chapter is a different person. Huh. And I thought I was going to have a problem with that because five characters a lot i'm usually used to just two that's where i'm at in third person it's not that bad it's like you get really? used to the rhythm okay it's like oh we got mandy okay mandy's done for this chapter on to christopher mm. oh on to ellie does it start with ellie i believe it starts with i can't remember who it starts with like so you said ellie was the one who created she created it. How, yeah. is she a scientist is she like she's a- like she's like a scientist yeah and she she developed this this whole software through dna and now it's been like a it's been 10 years i believe since the thing has been so created. do people regularly do it now it's a thing but See, there like, are that's but there are people, at what point are you done doing it? like everybody's match now what well there are people constantly growing up true yeah true, like true, you're true. like so true. it's like i think yeah. of tinder right now yeah, there true. are kids who are just turning 18 this year true, true, true. That are it's interesting because like it changes how you would like 
if you were younger like would you even bother dating yeah. that so that it answers these questions so there's people in this book also like so nick um he has a fiance right so he and his fiance love each other and they met normal oh no but they they know about the match thing and they're just like well you know we love each other as it is we're normal we don't have to we we know we're soulmates we don't have to use this dna thing Eek. to tell us that we're soulmates it never works like but that. it falls into they're like well what is this just do it just to find out so we know we're soulmates for real dumb and nick's not he doesn't even dumb. care it's more so his his fiance it's like all about it and wants to test it he's like can we not can we just like can, we just, can we just be happy yeah. like why do we have to have this validate our love like we know we love each other yeah why have this piece of paper tell us that we love each other because our dna match like what, what does that matter damn right? So then they do the test. Does it turn who out. she matches to? Uh, that's a spoiler later. Mm. So, <laughs> which I can get to it, but I, I want to go through each character and we can like divulge their story if that's okay, okay with you guys. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like doing a full plot, it you have to go by person. You can't uh -huh. just do overall for the sure. story. For sure. So Mandy, she's like, think of her as like the spinster. She's older. She, um, I feel like she had a failed she had a failed marriage or a failed relationship and then since then she hasn't been with somebody and so she finally goes to do the match dna thing and finally got a match so she thinks it's his soulmate she's like i want to go find him i want to meet him and when she does go to meet him finds out he's dead that's wild he had just died so he matched with her he sent his and his his dna stuff before he passed so at that point do you give up do you say that's my that was my soulmate she's that was crushed. my chance she's she's so devastated because she she tried to reach out to him there's no response right like mm -hmm. you can like send a message like hey we matched yada yada um and so she's like stressing she's like she she made this whole idea in her like i found my match like this is it i'm gonna Damn. be able to start a family because she wants to start a family and have kids her sister has kids and she just wants to have her life so she finds out he's dead brutal and the funeral's happening so oh. she shows up to the funeral oh and obviously she's never met him before so people go up to her and be like so how, how do, do you, you know, know? <laughs> let's call him john he's my dna man <laughs> how do you know john and because she doesn't want to just tell them like i'm his dna match she just pretends she already knew him because oh she had gone through his gosh. facebook page and just took some random information and be like oh i knew him from the ski trip yada 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 through that meets his mom and his sister oh no and sort of like makes a relationship with them and they're like oh i don't i didn't realize he never talked about you but please come see us at our house yada yada and eventually like, she sort of tells them the sister sort of like calls her out and be like i know you don't know him like where are you from and basically she divulges it. it's like oh we matched i just didn't realize he was dead you know Damn. so at that point you want spoilers right yeah okay it goes dark it goes heavy with them um turns out they before he passed i think when he was like he was in a coma or something from an accident he had they took his semen <gasps> oh no and they're like you're meant to be his soulmate you should have his kid oh i want my grandson i want like i want <gasps> i want a grandchild would you do this for us no way and she feels like so in like she feels so connected to them and she's like he was my soulmate like I, I, and I want, I want a family. I want a child. And why not from the person who was meant to be my soulmate? Turns out they try to do that with somebody else as well. So they, what they've been trying, the mother and the sister, mostly the mother, because of their grief, they've been trying to get someone to have their kid so they can have him back Ew. through. Okay, that's weird. That's how, that's how that happened with her. 
and so at, towards the end of their their kind of storyline she finds out of what's happening and how she was being manipulated by the mother and is trying to run away and the mom's like no stay with me like we're gonna take care of this baby yada yada she falls down the stairs pregnant with this kid because she goes through with it she has like she's pregnant with the child and uh ends up like i think the mom either gets killed or someone gets killed through this or she gets caught by someone she gets to run away and keeps her kid damn that's that storyline that's mandy wow so good (laughs) that's just one of the five that's amazing all right jade uh she is in some place in the u.s but her match is in australia and they've been talking through like think of it like msn they chat and she thinks he's amazing like like, i want to meet this guy in person we've never talked on the phone like we never talked like facetime kind of thing let's like i want to meet him and she never really takes risks so her friends are just like just go He's your soulmate. Go. Get out of here. Go to Australia. Fucking flies over there. And when she when he opens the door, like he sort of closes on her. And oh, she's no. like, What's going on? Turns out he's sick. Oh. And he's dying. Oh, why are they all dying? Yeah, this one sounds sad more than like yeah. scary. Yeah. So um because he's chronically ill, she's like, I'm gonna stay. We're gonna live this out. We're soulmates. Is that one the nice one? Huh? Is that like end I mean he you know, he dies. dies but, like, he dies. But they get But to, as like, he be- dies, we find out she's not actually matched with him. She's matched with his brother. <gasps> oh! His brother had sent him the DNA. Oh, shit. And so their connection starts happening while she's taking care of his brother who's dying of Yikes. a chronic illness. And he's so happy to be with her. He thinks she's his soulmate. He's like, I'm so happy you're here. You're so beautiful. That I can't believe like, get it. You know, like, he's chronically ill and he's dying. Yeah. And the poor guy's like, she's, she's trying to make his last moments on earth happy then you know she gets with the brother a little bit and then they get caught by the mom and it's this whole thing like drama of like Damn. how dare you my son's barely you know cold in his grave so that they, that have, they find out that it's the brother though? yeah he's like i'm oh, actually okay. matched with you oh okay so they so live happily ever they after? have their sort of happy ever right, after good. i guess good on to nick <laughs> nick is the one with the fiance yep. that wants to check their matches they find out they're not matched and it's sort of like it sort of puts a rift in them. So they said, like, it's fine. I don't care if we're not matched. We're going to be together no matter what. And Nick is when he finds out he's matched to the man. He's like, I'm not I'm not gay. Ooh. Why would I be matched to a man? I'm not that gay. That is so interesting. So then he goes to meet. I think his name is Alex. Uh, the guy who he's matched to. Mm-hmm. Sort of to just, like, squash it and be like, nah, it's not real. We're not yeah. really matched. This doesn't he make falls sense. in love with him? They fall in love. Wow. There's a full on, like, a, the DNA thing. Like, there's a connection. You feel it. Like, yeah. it's like a switch. Weird. And so they both get, like, he, I think he's with somebody too, with a woman. And so they sort of, like, decide to be together. Right? They're like, okay, you know, I don't know what this is. It's not even sexual at first. It's not even, it's just a, a genuine, beautiful connection. Mm-hmm. And him and Alex are like, yeah, we're going to be together. I've, I've decided this is it. Goes to the fiance. Fiance is pregnant. Oh. <gasps> of course so she's like you have to choose you're not gonna just leave me for him are you like we're having a child we're having a family so he decides to leave alex turns out the fiance matched to their best friend they have like a couple best friend kind of thing oh what are the odds of and that? they <laughs> have had having an affair oh, the baby ain't even God. his it's the friend's baby dude fuck that bitch what is she Daisy? but he ends up basically <laughs> so he ends up going with um alex. with alex oh, at the end. so God. they have their sort of the happy ending which all right is great. good good christopher is this the serial killer the, oh i'm love pumped him. about this one so christopher is like very type a personality wait He's, you love the serial killer I, always you know me okay go on <laughs> i always love the bad guy uh he 
is looking to complete 30 kills what he's Jesus in like Christ. the uk this is so up your alley i know you're like yeah, he wants to commit <laughs> the 30 he was like i'm just gonna kill 30 and i'm gonna stop at 30 30 30 baby and they're never gonna find me because yeah. i'm doing of course Zena, they <laughs> they're never gonna find me because i'm so good at what i do hell yeah so he like <laughs> he stalks his victims and like uh st- like for the first couple days and kind of thing he fingers out their entire system and their entire like life and that's how he's able to kill them he kills them in their home and then comes back to leave something after the body's been there for a couple days. Hmm. So he sort of like does a killing, comes back to the clinic a week later, and then next to the next clinic, next clinic. And wow. He always leaves like a little moniker. He leaves like a little like as a calling true, card. As a true serial killer. Yeah, as a true He leaves a calling card. Okay. He does the match thing for shits and giggles. I was like, why would he even bother? For shits and giggles. And then here comes the, me- the, the match thing. Matches to this girl. Meets her. He's like, maybe I can kill her. You know? Oh shit! Maybe what, what does it matter? I, I can't feel love. That's what he's saying. Oh, he's like he's shit. he's a sociopath. He's he's a psycho killer. Yeah. He doesn't have feelings. Goes meets her. Turns out she's a cop. And so he's like, "Is she gonna tell? Can she tell what I've done?" Oh my god! And she talks to him about the case, and it's oh like that god. we can't find this guy. Like he's he does this, that, and the other. Like oh, and shit. so his very thing Dexter. is very yeah. Dexter. And so he's finally at at number thirty. Or he's about to kill number 30. And she gets in there. So basically she finds him out <gasps> as they've been dating. Oh no. She doesn't want to get... Was she falling in love with him? They were both falling. He was falling in love with her. No way. And he was like, I feel something for her. She could... I could I could stop this. Whoa. But I want to get to 30. Like I, I've been having this goal. Yeah. <laughs> I had this goal to kill 30 people perfectly and become the next Jack the Ripper. But they start falling in love. He's like, I, do I actually have a heart? Do I feel something? Is she like really my soulmate? This is actually Whoa. like real she finds him out goes to the she sort of surprises him in uh the house of the number 29 i think when he comes back to like leave the calling card and sort of surprises him and through that because she doesn't want to be found out for being the one that was dating the serial killer for months yeah i don't blame her. she kills him <gasps> <laughs> so speaks of, Black twist. i'm pretty sure she kills him i can if i'm wrong i'm gonna get so upset but i'm pretty sure she killed him to avoid to tell it's basically just to catch him be like it happened uh he's dead i got the serial killer wow. so she had to explain how she got him yeah like i was dating the entire time damn loved his story he was so fun to read so who which one was the ellie then? ellie is the creator yeah of the match and thing. she does it does what she takes the test she takes the test after 10 years she's like she doesn't date men are men take are too intimidated by her men she's constantly oh, she's no. constantly being <laughs> belittled and like attacked on the street from people who have had bad matches because yeah, it's like imagine living that life people who've been married match somebody else leave their partner and like break, it's her fault break families <laughs> and they go to her as if it's her fault yeah she, so she has a whole security detail Damn. because these things have she's been probably happening rich, though, right? she's super rich yeah. super rich super successful and she finally gets a match and she's like mm, well we'll see yeah. Is tim tim comes off. i like that these are all normal fucking names yeah yeah god bless <laughs> tim is like a gem he treats her as well as how she wants to be treated he doesn't Aww. he doesn't freak out on her for being rich like he's very humble and he just he grounds her mm-hmm. and she finally starts opening up she has a trouble like she has a wall up because she can't trust anybody because her dating past is trash <laughs> here comes the twins <laughs> yeah, i'm excited tim uh never actually matched with her Ugh. tim hacked the system i knew it i knew it because the system the whole software ruined his life 
Uh, I don't know if it was his parents or something. Vengeance. But basically, it's a vengeance thing. He meets her in her office (gasps) and says, guess what? I fucked the whole system up. Oh, no. So there are matches happening right now that aren't true matches. Oh, (gasps) no. So there are things going on. People are matching that aren't DNA matched. So people are... That's chaotic can, I can match with you and I can think it's real, but it's not. And then I can meet Erica tomorrow and maybe have a true match. But then that pins the idea of is soulmates true or is it just what you fucking believe? Let me get to that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because you make a great point. Yeah. So she freaks out, right? So she's there with him and she's like, what are you, why did you do this? She's like, this is, this is revenge for what you did to me with this stupid software. Yeah. And she's like, fuck you. It's not my fault. They want to go match. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't force them to match. Right. So he goes, I'm going to release this to the world. Your software is done. Phony. Not just, but just compromised. So there goes her entire empire. Mm -hmm. If you tell the world that her thing is flawed now, because how far back has it flawed? Has it always been flawed from the beginning? The whole credibility is gone. (laughs) Okay. She loses her shit. Kills him. Oh my God. (laughs) Good call. Kills him. Good Good call. call. Gets worse. Good call. Turns out he was recording the entire thing. (gasps) He plays cameras in the office and was broadcasting it live on like a 10 minute delay bad call (laughs) (laughs) so she finds out that she so her assistant comes and it's like ellie oh my god like you do you know you're being recorded right now this is broadcasting live right now this is like but there's a delay there's a delay quick so she's she's had them like cleaning up uh, she she made uh, her assistant clean up the the crime scene that's when the assistant comes in be like did you know what this is like recorded and she's like, should have told me 10 fucking minutes ago, but bitch. The, they're at the point where the murder hasn't happened yet. So oh. she's trying to get them to shut it down. It's like, shut it down, shut it down. Find a way to shut this shit down. Oh, murder goes live. Oh, <gasps> good shit. And I think, so the rest Bad of the call, book is her, shit. her like in trial or something. Or I think maybe, bef- I think the murder got like live. So does that mean all those private previous matches were bullshit? So were they or weren't they? Oh. And then, and then at the end of the book, she, she sort of like, she just, just, destroys the whole thing she's like let them figure Damn. out their own love life now and that comes to you and it's like what is a soulmate does it have this to do dna i love or this. is it yeah it's cool it's this this, when dope. i tell you this book made me audibly gasp so my it's biggest fucked. fucking question of everything is uh if this software was real now would you do it mm. <sighs> me being in a committed relationship you right now. being engaged about to get married in like months time if John presented you, like, was like, yo, there's this software, do we do it? Let's double check if we're actually probably, I'd probably wouldn't. Yeah. I probably You're wouldn't. You're also in a committed relationship. What would you do? I don't think I would either. I'm, uh, like, so as fucking the, happy. As a one single one, I think I maybe, might, like, maybe I would, like, reevaluate at 10 years or something like that. But, like... That's when it's even worse, to, I think. But what if, like, no, but not like, saying this would happen with Erica, but, like, let's say you're, you're not, like, 100% your happy. Yeah, like, if you're not happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, like, let's say what your relationship is not doing well right now. Would you check to see if maybe you're just with the wrong person? If I was dating somebody, I would. See, I don't think I would. I'm almost guarantee I wouldn't. Because I'm, like, fucking happy. This is the most, like, you know. So, yeah, if you're happy, then don't. It's, like, the first time I've been in love. It's, like, why would I want to compromise that? Yeah. And then you have to fucking start all over with somebody. That sounds shitty. But if you're soulmates, it doesn't matter. Eh, It just clicks. I don't know. Maybe I just don't believe in soulmates. So, I mean, this goes into a bigger conversation of, like, soulmates, uh, me and John are very much on the same wavelength that like we truly I don't know even I don't even know if I really believe in a soulmate but like and we talk about this all the time because I moved from New Hampshire to Connecticut 
and John's obviously a New Yorker and like we met at WWE and that's mm-hmm. kind of like our love story. But if I moved to Texas, I would have found another John. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent. I moved to Connecticut and I found my John. Yeah. But if I moved to California, I would have eventually found somebody else. Yeah. Yes. And I probably would have been equally as happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, maybe not the same timeline, maybe yeah. not the same time frame, mm-hmm. maybe not all the same situations would have happened. And maybe I wouldn't Definitely be. Definitely not. Maybe yeah. I wouldn't be as happy or maybe I'd be more happy. Yeah. I don't even know. Exactly. But to, to, to think that you meet this one person that's like supposed to be your soulmate. Your mate. You'd be happy with a lot of other people. The whole idea of like soulmates and like taking a test that's like if you you especially a dna test that's almost weird in a way to me that's just like what you're compatible with like from nature i mean we were talking about this offline a little bit too like your parents have such a strong influence on you that nurture like Mm -hmm. nurture is a part of your personality so like i'm not naturally unemotional my mom taught me to not be emotional right so like that's something learned that's a learned trait and that's a learned thing in my relationships true so that makes things like as fun as it is to like kind of go down the science fiction of like the Mm -hmm. one it's not like applicable i like to me that's not how it would work i know i totally agree i agree i just think i i think it makes a good conversation yeah about it's it's very interesting i think it's an interesting take i think it's it's very black mirror-esque it's so they have an episode on black mirror that's not like the it's not exactly like this, but, but similar. It's like on the same vines. It's yeah. Have you watched it? No. So I the episode, it. the episode is um, people. You like you don't go into relationships. You go into this database, and you're given like a person, and then you're given a time frame, and like so, like I could ma- get matched up with this person, and you have to live with this person for like eight years what? or whatever. The you have to. What? Like it's like that's who your person is for that it could be a week it could be two weeks it could be five years and then you and then the next one comes this is weird this brings me down such a rabbit hole of love in general i know like it's an emotion and it's a connection but is it also like super societal as in like you have to get married and then you're expected to be with this person for the rest of your life and it's like at what point was that logical like why do we have to be with one human being for the rest of our entire lives is that because of love or is it because of the societal standard that we put on each other i think of religion? Society. it's just very interesting i don't remember the black it. mirror episode whether or not they could choose to stay with that person at the end of the time but like it was interesting because some people like really fucking hated each other and some people <laughs> really liked each other that's the thing like all these matches like they didn't work out necessarily but they not the way they thought they would but they yeah. had the moments where there was like love there and, and it begs the question of is it because that's what you were told or is it because that's what you felt we'll never know you know at the end of the day like when you talk about like is it a society thing i think people just in general want like a partner yeah not necessarily like a sexual partner they just want somebody that's like that goes through life with them well i don't and, think like, i think humans are not like a solitary beings yeah they're we're not meant not. to be so that's why we, so we partner that's up. why what we're yeah. going through right now with the pandemic is so difficult on many people because we're not meant to be isolated like that yeah True. especially as the technology evolves and like we're able to connect but not connect 
with yeah. people physically it's like it throws us for a loop like we're meant to be like societal beings if this quarantine taught us anything it's it's that <laughs> I, if this quarantine taught me anything is that i actually am an introvert and i do like being inside my house i just miss i miss talking to strangers like when i go on hikes i really like having conversations with people like about random people yeah. yeah and like we had like we went for a hike yes uh, yesterday last week and it was like there was no one around which is why i like hiking you know you, you don't have to deal with people and we saw one person and he stood 12 feet away from us and we were like basically yelling to each other and we had an entire conversation like that and it just made me miss the moments where you could stop and shake somebody's hand and like be in the same just like talk to them about nothing you know whenever i had those moments where when i actually ended up going to a bar mm-hmm. and like drinking a little bit i got like my happy tipsy yeah where i just like met a random girl in the bathroom and was like you're so pretty yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. you look so pretty <laughs> yep. and then we just go down a whole thing as if we're best friends for our entire lives yeah. i miss that i miss those moments i yeah. really do i so one thing that's really interesting because um I'm really into like personality tests and stuff, but a lot of people are like, I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert. And they are like, I'm an introverted extrovert. I'm an extroverted <laughs> introvert. And it's like, no, 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 no. People think you're that human. it's people's <laughs> Enneagram. People think yes. that just because you like to talk to people, you're extroverted. That that's not, not true. That's not it. That's not true. It's where you get your energy from. So like me, when I'm in a social setting afterwards, I'm not like drained no, i'm like yeah, yeah. i am i yeah and i'm like, so drained after i get excited yeah. the more i'm around okay. people and i find my energy when i'm with people i get more like that with strangers than i do with people that i know but that's still an extroverted quality and then the introvert is I, you need ooh, to need alone time you need to like regain your power from your your alone time or for me to go out and like a big thing with a lot of people it takes me so much yeah mental, it's, it it drains like, you mental and I, I used to never think that that was a thing about being an introvert I was just like oh it's just so i don't want to maybe i'm just a bitch for not wanting to go out but no. honestly it takes so much mental power for me just to even tell myself i'm gonna be nice and just still talk to people today it's gonna be okay you can go talk to people it's fine and it's like i don't want to talk to people it's fine i'm living a great life but it's hey like, i have a dog it. yeah but like an extrovert like me like i'm having a hard time with quarantine and that's why i read so many books but it's also because like it like the communication that i have with people i don't have the same topics i used to tell people about my weekends or like exactly. stories that i would go do or like things that me and john would go see or like i don't have as much you to are talk a busy about. bee i don't have i don't have things to talk to people about so like it's not even like the lack of conversation it's like i can't even make conversation like, which what is, are we talking about which is why i'm grateful for this podcast because we are talking yeah. about the one thing that i actually <laughs> have been doing, doing. <laughs> yeah it's nice yeah well, anyway, that's, that why made, it. that's why i've made so many book friends is because now i'm finally like yep, talking to, talk to people about. about something that I, that is a mutual interest it reminds me that life is ever changing and things go round and round and there really are seasons in life i know like a lot of christians like to say that but it's true like there's different seasons in life and you just have to get through each season and enjoy the season that you're in and that's that you know one of my other favorite sayings is is um we are all going through the same storm but we are all in different boats i like that i've never heard that one before yeah i'm the captain now yeah <laughs> on that note thank you so much for joining us i think we're gonna wrap okay chill Erica, erica's like fucking leaving she just threw her headphones down and like fucking <laughs> threw her jacket on and is like halfway Wait, so- erica <laughs> No, come back. She left. She's fucking yeah. gone. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Flash. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. We just did a whole batch of episodes. That's how. If you didn't know how we record these, we're going to get some insider scoop right now. We meet up every once in a while. We get our little COVID tests and, uh, you know, we're safe. And because Erica's in, in a different state, Maria's in a different state, I'm in a different state, but we meet up 
every couple months and record a whole bunch of these and it, it's fucking exhausting but I'm so tired that's why at the end of the episode when i always say like you know next week and erica gets upset <laughs> this time this is the end of our batch so we're literally leaving after we record this which is fucking crazy so i'm not gonna leave you with a next time on books and badges because i don't know so what you can do fellow listeners is go over to our instagram books underscore n underscore betches and please what the fuck do you want here what do you want to hear as okay just to give a little scoop i'm pretty sure eric and i want to do this we're gonna cover the from blood and ash series at least yeah. the first two should i read that well the third no. one the third one really? comes out when does it come out next month i shouldn't read it that. does yeah let me Shit. look it up at least last time we did this i put agatar in my cart and i read it and i wasn't i don't upset. know if you'll if you'll like from blood and ash no nah really also on our minds um, is Bridgerton. We're gonna get to that, I promise. Um, uh, Blood and Ash, what you guys just said, and like a couple other ones that we talked about, but nothing significant. Dark Tower. So if you ever finish eventually it, eventually we're gonna do the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. You so have if you've one more read book that, to go. Please, please, please message me seriously. I need to talk to somebody about it before I even talk about it on here. You have one more book to go. You can do this. <sighs> um, so message us, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Believe it or not. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>